When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Tom Cruise, and your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to listen to this really, really great Sandspance radio podcast. Wow. Hi, it's devout Catholic Mark Wahlberg. It's my pleasure to tell you that Hey Fam is proudly brought to you by the good folks at the Hallow app. Got a favorite psalm or want to say a prayer for the family of the Vietnamese veteran you violently blinded? Then the Hallow app is for you. For just 77 American dollars a month, you can get connected with fellow-minded blessed folk and practice what you preach online. Who knows? Maybe I'll see you on there. Stay prayed up. I was thinking we could... Uh, oh, sorry. We already hit record. What were you thinking? I've been don't, deep... Don't censor it. Deep... No, I'm not. I've been in a deep berg phase. Iceberg. Iceberg letters? Spielberg. Oh, right. Yeah, I think I'm going to rewatch every Steven Spielberg movie in con- chronological order. I thought you said this at, during COVID, maybe. I think I did, didn't I? Yeah, you didn't didn't follow through. Well, now that I have heaps on, I'd like to do it just yeah, to like great. neglect. Now that you can leave the house, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, now I needed I needed fifty plus reasons. I think he's made like fifty films. I needed fifty plus reasons why. Because man, fascinating dude. <laughs> I don't know if you know. I really want to watch Fablemans. Oh yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. I don't know if you know this, but he kind of invented the blockbuster with Jaws. He kind of. Kind of made the summer yeah, blockbuster. That was like sick being at Universal Studios in Japan. And like, we, I don't, we, we've even talked about how weird Universal Studios is as a concept. Like you go to Disney it's weird. and everything's connected. Like I, I feel like if you go to the American parks now, maybe it feels weird. How there's like a marble bit and then there's Galaxy's Edge and shit like that. I love that like... I guess if like you don't stay abreast of industry IP, you'd be like... You know what? what you know what? It's even weirder, I think, in the 90s when they had like the MGM Studios. And well, I went in the 90s. I did that. That to I, me I, is weirder. But you're going to the movies. That yeah. was the thing. It, didn't, it wasn't like... Like Magic, Magic Kingdom is like... So far away from MGM Studios. It's a bus right away. But I think in my head, it's like now that 90% of the world is owned by Disney. Yeah, yeah. You, you can do that. It's, it makes more sense. But Tokyo Disneyland, it doesn't feel too disjointed. Like you go to Tomorrowland, which is all space thin. There's Star a Buzz Wars. Lightyear ride. And the Star Wars ride is there too. That yep. makes sense. Universal Studios Japan is so fucking hodgepodge. Dude, even Universal, um, I went to Orlando. Uh, Orlando. Is that how you want to do that one? Yeah, Orlando Bloom. Yeah, I went to his house. <laughs> I went to the Orlando. How do you say Orlando? O- Orlando. Orlando. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's like a accent thing. Yeah, yeah. I went to the Orlando one. Melbourne. I normally say Orlando. Melbourne as listeners. Well. How do you say Orlando? What's the weirdest thing is I normally say Orlando. I know that. I know Orlando. Orlando. Alonzo. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what's going on in my head. Spielberg. Yeah. Uh, how would he say it? Well, all you could do is go to Orlando, but they have like, it is hodgepodge as hell. They'll have like, because 
a big part of the Disney theme parks is, and and you know this, and any like grown adult loser like us knows is, especially Disney C, it's designed in a way where you can't see the other worlds from where you're standing. Yes. So like if you're in the um like 1930s prohibition era New York section, you can't see the, uh, the Middle Eastern section. Yeah. yeah, it's designed in a way so like the illusion is always working, which is which is great. Like it uses forced perspective, like it uses really crazy tricks to kind of do a mundane thing and even like disneyland does that like when you're in like like the pirates of the caribbean area you can't see because i know a big part of it was like walt disney was like i think he saw a cowboy walking through tomorrowland one day and that's when they invented all of the like underground passages for the uh cast members and so he's big on like the original it's in its dna but universal man you'll be at like the jurassic park ride and this is like five years ago but then they've got a hulk ride and then like there's these zero connectivity yeah well they, it so feels more like every other theme park that's not a disney theme park well so they have like like nintendo land and harry potter though or wizarding world you have to like go through a crazy entrance to get to those very separate feeling mm-hmm. lands but then you have like yeah like the jaws ride is on its own, but that section has like yeah, like the all the shacks from Jaws are in that mm-hmm. section. But then that kind of feeds off into Jurassic World mm. section, and those two kind of work together, like Big Shark, Big Dino. Put a Minority Report right in there. You got a Spielberg, <laughs> yeah. Um, but then there's a like there's like a New York section, which is where oh, like that's the Spider Man favorite part of everything. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's do New it's York. Like, it's New York. <laughs> like what? I'm walking and here. Then the the kids section. This is where it gets fucking so weird. So. The Universal Kids properties yeah. are Hello Kitty, Snoopy, Sesame Street, and one other thing. And I, I guarantee you that is probably only in Japan too because different countries would yeah, have oh, different access to these a, things. There is a pink female Muppet called like Muppy or something like that. Only in Japan. And it only exists in Japan. Yeah. And you I, can get merch of her everywhere. I know there's like a South African one that has AIDS. No, HIV positive. Like they, I think they did an episode with that one. No, they, oh. but I think it was like, they, 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 like maybe 20 years ago, they started um, localizing certain right, Muppets. Okay, sure. So there's like, yeah, that, that's that, that's crazy. That's like that's like the Duffy of oh, Disney. Minions. So. Minions. Oh, it's 90% Minions, yeah, yeah. right? So it's, yeah, Minions, Sesame Street, uh, Snoopy and and Hello Kitty is like the, the, that's you know the, like I kids I reckon in ten years time but those those properties all do us a, a dance dance numbers together oh it's okay. so weird so it's like Space Jam too yeah it's like Ready Player One to quote AR <laughs> and it was Easter so they were all wearing like Easter Easter ears he's like you know bunny ears and like handing giving Easter eggs to each other and doing dances it's pretty weird yeah um I I, I think that in ten years time Universal would be, be leap will be rebranded as Minions World and make twice as, amount, <laughs> as much as money as Disney theme parks. I mean, dude, no. Universal is the most packed it's ever been right of, at the moment. Oh, of course, Nintendo. Nintendo, yeah. Well, the two biggest like films, animated films are Minions and Nintendo uh, and uh, Mario now. Man, if I was Nintendo, I'd be like, why the fuck didn't we just let someone bankroll our own theme park? Why, yeah. Why did we piggyback off Universal? We, they I mean, that's the whole thing. That's the whole yeah. reason why the movie exists. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the whole Universal... Yeah, I think I mean, when they were yeah. there, like laying, you know, planning the Nintendo world, that's where Shiggy and like Daddy Minion met and were chatting, and that's where like the idea of it the needs movie to, I mean, up. Yeah, it is gonna. Expand they are now somewhat. like embryonic, like they they are uh, they need one another to survive. They're like parasitical relationship. Yeah, but anyway, I don't know why Nintendo make games anymore. They should just make movies. <laughs> no, you don't want that. Don't wish no, I don't want that. World. Yeah, no, I don't want that. I can't wait to play um, Everybody Want to Switch on Friday. I think they're sending. Are they sending it to you? 
I'm not sure. They invited me to the. Remember, I sent you that email. They invited yeah, yeah. me to the Melbourne event, and then um, I wrote back being really sad that I couldn't make it because I'm not based. Oh, dude, in- if that, that was in Sydney, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Oh, same. Like a proper launch event. For oh, for sure. That's one what I meant. I was like, how good it be if you made? and I went? Like, yeah, yeah. recorded it. But they're sending me a code, and I was like, at least we can play it that way. Uh, so none of us have to pay for it. <laughs> I love that. Archie's like, that keen at. He's asked me if it's come out yet, like three times. Well, if you don't get it, you, you and Archie should come over and play it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'll bring my Switch over. Yeah, well, you, actually, that 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 is a lovely memory of you being over at my house when Archie was like three, and the Switch came and out. We were playing. We were playing. Everybody wanted to Switch. Oh, that's right. And, no, um, it's one two switch. Sorry, the one two switch. Original. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. And he's playing the game where you got to eat the eat sandwich. The <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn, I can't wait to relive that. To not really. Yeah, I can't wait to figure it's out. It's a where hot the, dog this time. The stock photography uh, characters come from. <laughs> I don't know who it's for though. It is interesting they're letting you use a smartphone, a la Jackbox games, and I think that's kind of like Just Dance as well. I think. I, what do you mean? That just oh yeah, but that's Ubisoft. I mean, I think that, but it's interesting to me that Nintendo are like not like going. Uh, you need to buy a twenty dollar controller to play. Let's see what weird app they make us download for it. Yeah, Todachi Life. <laughs> Tomodachi. Tomodachi Life. No, what was the one that was uh, Metopia? No, that's me, what I meant Mizu to say because that yeah. was kind of a remake of Tomodachi Life. Yeah, in yeah. A way. I, I, while we're on Nintendo, did you see they're embracing the? Uh, the, the 21st century by allowing they, uh, th- this is kind of what we were saying last week going oh do you think there's going to be a Switch successor they mentioned uh, this today I'm not sure if it was part of like a uh, you know what it was I think it was to do with the Microsoft oh, I, I heard this is actually a quite an old article that they're quoting uh, from okay this is, you know that Nintendo, people, well, Nintendo people decided the- to let you keep this is not breaking news but they, they, they've said you're allowed to uh You'll Keep be, your Nintendo login and then your purchases will appear on a potential new Basically, device. your library will potentially carry on to the next Which one. Which Xbox and Sony have been doing for about 20 years. Yes, yeah, Since exactly. the PlayStation and, and it locks 3. you to the system. It makes you 10 times more likely to... Oh, totally. I love when I fire up... Because the good thing about having a um, Series 1X and a PS5 is there's no games on either console. So, <laughs> yeah, at least when you fire it up, you're under the uh, guise that there is... You're like, oh man, I've got, I got heaps of games. I made a video... Look at this. It's crashed 4. <laughs> I made a video about um, the Astrobot Nendroid, which came oh, yeah. out, and um, I just mentioned like the 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 game that was on PlayStation Five that that kind of came with it, Astro's mm. Playroom, and how it's like one of three games that I platinumed on PS Five. But then I worked out that um, I haven't actually played anything on my on my uh, PlayStation Five since mm. the One Piece game in January. Whoops! Yeah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah. Also, we need a new Astrobot game. That's a, that's the main point I want to make. Yeah, the PS6. Well, I mean, like, I bought a PSVR just to play the first one. I probably would buy a PSVR too. Yeah, not like the craziest second. thing you've done either. No. Um, I I I played the uh, Resident Evil Three, four four remake. Unbelievable. And when I, I'm almost finished. that's one of the bangers of the year, isn't it? Yeah, I've almost 100 percented in my mind. Tears of the Kingdom, which is I every saw, shrine, every call- light route, every yeah. side mission. Don't do the cor- like. Go, don't bother getting all the corks. I don't do the corks. I'm fine, like carrying around oh twelve weapons. You know what I mean? Like it's only to expand your weapon slots, and yeah, yeah. I'm fine having like twelve or thirteen shields, weapons. Like you don't need that many if you've got heaps of hearts, whatever. But I've done most side missions, everything, and then I'm finally gonna. Uh, not finally, it's just out. <laughs> FF16, baby. Take. Out, I was gonna say that. Then I'm finally gonna take out Ganondorf in like three hits because you're so. OP. Oh well, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what's gonna happen because you get a crazy OP um, armor set when you get all the shrines. Nice. Yeah. 
But I had a week off last week and I'm like, ooh, gotta gotta work on this film that I'm making, all this stuff. And I'd catch myself just The Flash Two. Outward. Yeah, yeah. This time it's flash flashier. <laughs> Uh, and I just catch myself in the depths, just like, uh, one more light route. And then it became, that was like kind of the most addictive I've been with a video game for quite some time. That's good shit. 20 light routes per sesh and then just maxing out batteries. And you're just like, man, I'm such a fucking loser. This is That's me, like, but with collecting manga where it's like, oh, there's three, um, three more uh, translated Osamu Tezuka books that I don't own. And they're like, you know, however, hundred dollars each. Mm, I'm pretty close to that. Like having hundred percent completion. Yeah, 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 kind of the same, but also like I've paid. I didn't even pay for Zelda, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I'm not spending any money on this um, addiction. Man, I I finished. I'm just reading his like most fucked up books. So like Summer Tezuka, very famous for creating Astro Boy, Kimba, the White Lion, very like family friendly uh, manga mm. and then anime properties. Really ugly looking dude according to his um self-portrait as well. Just a big bumpy nose. Yeah, I ugly. love it. I love it. Yeah, it's like I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just <laughs> But uh, I mean if you have a negative uh connotation with the word ugly, that's on you, pal. There was a movement of uh, of manga that was like reactionary to to his manga. Yeah. It wasn't like wholesome family friendly called Gekiga. And um, it was about like, you know, be- pushing edgy themes, adult themes, sex, and then like taboo. It's like that, that in Japan, like there's a black character that's like taboo. From the Black Eyed Peas? No, it's just like, that's taboo for Japanese culture. To oh, have like okay. a black yeah, yeah. leading character. Oh, dude, there's... Have someone not live with their... Have, have a main character who doesn't live with their parents and is in their 30s. So he like, he like, he was like, you know, very annoyed by these artists to begin with. And then not only decided to like, if you can't beat him, join him, just decided, fuck it, I'm going to be the most edgy Gekiga artist that there ever was. So I'm reading all these books now that he wrote in the 70s. I finished one this last week called Ayako, which I would definitely recommend. That one's actually good, but it is like about like, uh, it has like um, incest themes and child yeah. abuse throughout it. Um, and uh, fanfic energy, but then I read this one called Moo, which is spelt M W, and it's about like, what if the there was the most fucked up guy? And I'm uh, listening. <laughs> yeah, he uh, is a bisexual, um, but well, basically he he came into he got, came into contact with this chemical called Moo, was made by the government. Yeah, to test to, to, to be to use in the um, Vietnam War, and it killed everyone in this small town mm. except two people. Um, one, this this the main character, the 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 bad guy of this book, um, and then an older guy who becomes a priest. But the older guy like molest or like kind of like basically like thinks this like he's a, he's like part of a gang and and molests the the main character. He's like a few years older than him, and then but then it becomes like they enter a romance. Every line you're saying, I'm the Vince McMahon meme. <laughs> Yes. Right. At the top, yeah, I'm yeah. just like uh, the fucked guy, and then by the end of it, you're like molestation, pedophilia, and I'm like the glowing, screaming eyes. <laughs> um, so he's like a bisexual crossdresser who um, kidnaps and kills women, then like dresses as them and steals money. Oh, so and, anyone and, that's in our Discord, yeah, <laughs> and any of the pay fans. He like over the course of the book, he has sexual relations with a priest, a general, the general's wife, and a dog. 
Like, Does he even like writing for a while, stuff? It's just like, yeah, it's bestiality for a bit. That's Dude, the thing is, besides all, like, there are so many eye rolling. Like, are we really doing this? Why is he fucking? How do you? But what? then the book, the it's still like a captivating thriller. How do you justify you, the dog fuck? I get everything else except the like. It's obviously bizarre. The it's so weird. But the bestiality thing. I don't get. It's not like you don't see him fucking the dog, but the dog like joins him in the bath, and it's like, oh, you're licking me all over my body, kind of thing. Who's this for? I mean, me. besides you, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting I, but the I love uh, it. i'll end it to you it's great um but yeah the it you can tell this book um totally influenced um urasawa who wrote monster mm-hmm. um and like you can tell that he he kind of took the core themes of this book and was like right. what if we take out all the bullshit and just make and it just write a thriller about a guy being the most fucked up guy i mean I, i'm to, still listening wanting to take down the world when he dies i'm still hey kitty what's up jump kitty on. pride what's going on how old is she now? 14, man. She Dude, looks great. Sprightly. She looks like a six-year-old. It's wild. She's got crazy energy. Yeah. I those, mean... All those kittens you feed her. She lives like a great life. She doesn't do anything. She yeah, lives yeah. by herself, essentially. Like, she just... Yeah. She's like the DJ Khaled of um cats. <laughs> she's kind of just... She doesn't really... She's not the sharpest tool in the shed. She's iconic. She's body positive. Yeah. And she kind of just relaxes all day naked and... I'm sure if she could, she would have catchphrases. Man, how good was that headline I sent you today from um, 2015 when DJ Khaled was lost at sea? Yeah, so uh, like we're going to do a Guy of the Year watch update soon. And, uh, fucking I mean, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. It's the same guy as last year. <laughs> it's fucking DJ Khaled. He's is making an amazing it so year. hard for us. But now it's like we have to retros- retroactively go back and go, oh no, DJ Khaled definitely was the Guy of the Year. Raining since this podcast started, too. I think. So the, the the headline you're talking about is from 2015. It was uh, after he just got lost at sea and it's... On, on, his, on his jet ski. On his jet ski. And he's, rather than like call help, rather than anything, he Snapchatted the entire process. But I think the quote was, uh, oh shit, have you got it? Um, it said, water's black at night. <laughs> it says, DJ Khaled scared shitless after getting lost at sea on a jet ski. Water turns black at night. <laughs> Dude, that's such an amazing statement. So yeah, maybe his guy of the year 2015, but I think we have to go back even further. Oh yeah, this was a great one you dropped. So all the way back to maybe the year 2000, 2001, yeah. uh, because someone called Jan on Twitter uh, wrote today. I found out that DJ Khaled <laughs> went by the name of Arab Attack. That's huge. But he changed his name after a 9/11. I reckon if you yell it out to him, he'd look at you like real he'd ones. He'd throw his shirt at you. Yeah, yeah. He'd look at you like real ones. Bring out the whole <laughs> tower. <laughs> uh, Bring out the whole Pentagon. <laughs> damn, what a guy. Yeah, he's, he's so best. good. Him. The, if you guys needed some entertainment besides his podcast. <laughs> Just jump onto his um, Instagram. I can't imagine why. I don't know why, but jump on his Instagram and just watch him reading uh, Drake's new book of poetry. Yeah, I'll, I'll never read Drake's book. I will watch that video of Khaled reading. I'll never that. read. I want. I only will listen to DJ Khaled reading things. We know you go. You don't read. I'm reading. You read. You read books that are like movies are good. Well, it's funny you say that. I'm reading uh, Easy Riders and Raging Bulls at the moment. Yeah. The, that famous history of the 70s. I read I read books that are the pictures of people gambling. Pictures of people gambling or, or people fucking dogs. Yeah, and I read right. the books that cover seven years of filmmaking that star the same filmmakers that are just like, here's how Martin Scorsese and George Lucas met. Isn't wasn't that crazy? It, wasn't it cool how they made a movie? Weren't movies better back then? <laughs> and I'm ready to go, yeah, that's right. <laughs> It's true though. Uh, yeah, I don't read anything else. My favorite Khaled. I find fiction so hard at the moment. I'm gonna get out of it. I'm just a very the most. Oh, that, of, well, this is me with movies at the moment. Yeah, sure. Well, no, no, specifically blockbusters. Yeah, and we'll get into it because I've been having like a, a real go of it. Like, yeah, like you said, how good is it that we're recording on Wednesday night mm. this week? Because that means that we don't have to like feel the pressure of 
Secret Invasion. Do we watch Secret Invasion? Uh, but I'm like, I think I've turned a page. Like I have had like this epiphany moment where not only do I not want to watch any MCU content mm. moving forward, I want to eternal sunshine myself and have all memories of the MCU wiped from my brain. Imagine if like, imagine a world. Imagine if like Iron Man 1 flopped and then nothing happened and it yeah. was just one of those like movies. Oh, that, oh, that's the beach scene where it's like, oh no, I want, I want to keep this. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man 1. <laughs> but it's like, imagine if that happened and then like it was lumped into like the Daredevils and Electras and those. Yeah, right. And it was just like, oh, remember Robert Downey remember Jr.? fucking superhero movies? What remember were they that thinking? Jarvis guy? Like, <laughs> remember Terrence Howard? He was great. And yeah. then it launched in another universe like Terrence Howard is this like insane pro- He was Oscar nominated actually before that which yeah. is very funny uh, considering dick. he doesn't believe in the number zero <laughs> or he doesn't believe in like the like zero as a concept remember he's like zero doesn't exist and I with with this information I'll have flying cars <laughs> you know just like that super cool shit that very famous that rocks that ri- when, once you get a certain amount of money uh, you, you either just, go DJ Khaled or you go Terrence Howard yeah yeah there's no there's no in between but um <laughs> Yeah, it's I, I have no desire to watch Secret Invasion and it feels good. Yeah. But like everything that like Okay, so th- we're we're talking about Indiana Jones tonight, right? Oh, I thought you meant right now. Yeah, sure. At some point tonight. Well, yeah. I mean yeah, but here's the problem. Yeah. So last week I was when we thought it was coming out. Yeah, because there was a premiere here and I just assumed it was like two days before its release. It got to Thursday. And then we were and, like, and I was like, man, I don't think I can muster the fucking energy to go watch so, Indiana yeah. Jones. And I'm like, good news. That shit is fucking an hour 60. Like it's like, like no, 100, 158 minutes. Yeah. 158 minutes. An hour 60. Um, they hour. call that two hours. <laughs> <laughs> a gentleman's, a gentleman's two hours, as I like to call it. And then you were like, oh, it actually comes out next week. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank God. And then it got to like today. today and I was like, damn. I don't want to fucking see Indiana Jones. And so I was like, well, maybe I'll make myself feel... Because I just like... I fucking... I hate Disney at the moment. Sure. Um, especially because like... So, um, Which is so funny considering you just like had a great time at a Disney park. Well, I mean, there's Disney that I like and Disney that I hate. Well, there's so much of it now that... Yeah, that's a and very... I had And, and I had, a, had strong feelings for good Disney this week because uh, last week... I had to in in between Hey Fam and Pay Fam. I had to rush to my kids' school. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Tilly was sick. Uh, turns out influenza A. Um, yeah, wow. Which I, I blame blame you. Influenza Angus. I feel like um, I have had swine flu, so perhaps it's yeah. a, a carry on from that. Um, she lost her voice, and uh, every day just strange. can't talk, dude. Our house is so quiet. The only thing I is hear, she the loudest in the house. Yeah, yeah, by far. The only thing I hear is Archie asking if he can play fucking Mario Maker. Yeah. Like 24 hours You're like, day. no, but if you're bad, I'm going to let you go home from school early again. <laughs> yeah. He was so bummed. He was, yeah, he was so early. annoyed. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was so, so I was like, yeah, it was like in 21 Jump Street when they learn the kids like the environment now. And remember how they're like, yeah, yeah. they go back to school and all the kids are like sensible and they're like, what the fuck? Like, so, what the hell happened? So Archie was, yeah, Archie was like, dad, I missed health today. I'm like, who gives a fuck Great. about health? Yeah, yeah, dude. When I was Archie's age, I was like, I don't know, not caring about health. <laughs> yeah. How old is he? Ten. Nine. Nine. Okay. Almost ten. Um, but uh, so actually, I've got a great story quickly about my dad please. pulling me out of school when I was. Shout out your dad. Happy birthday. Oh yeah. When I was eight, my dad pulled me out of school early. Funny thing was, he was also a teacher at the school, so we could go watch a three thirty session of Die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> that rocks. <laughs> and I mean, 
I learned a lot about that things that day. I learned a, I, I learned a word. And it's the first, it's the first Die Hard movie I saw. I don't know why he pulled me out to watch it. But he's like, let's leave school early. You a word. And we went straight to Warren. I just realized what word. Well, yeah, I was like, man, imagine being it was, eight. The word was vengeance. Imagine being eight and just like seeing that and being like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I think it was my first Samuel L. Jackson movie. It was definitely my first Jeremy Irons. Oh, no. I hadn't even seen the line. Every yet. kid remembers their first Jeremy Irons movie. Well, usually, um, it, it's it's usually the Lion King, right? Yeah. This was it before the Lion King, and that's that's twisted. <laughs> I don't know how that was allowed to happen, but I also like was into it. I but yeah, I, I that was better than health, and I learned more from that movie. I learned it's very bad to walk down Harlem wearing um, racial uh, propaganda, mm-hmm. and that's all. That's kind of all I learned. Mm. Important life lesson. Um, so B- Tilly has been at home with me every day this week, um, and yeah, uh, I see you playing Animal Crossing all the time. So I assume that's her. Yeah, so we're we're, we're building houses in Happy Home Paradise. Sure, great fun. Uh, they just announced a new Hello Kitty and Friends game coming. I was out wondering Apple when Arcade this would come up yeah. in a month. It looks so fucking good. I it's, mean, yeah, if you're, you know, into that, that looks like perfect. I am. I'm like if it was an Evangelion one, I'd be like, this is the best thing yeah. ever. And then I know it wouldn't be, but. You know, it, when something's like branded to the T and, you know. Yeah. I mean, like for me, it's like, it's a dumb game that my kids can play that has all the, all the sound have, characters in it. It's very good to have kids because you, you've got that great excuse for like a lot of the, oh, dude, that's like my life the now. worst things that you and I could be into. When, when I do it, I'm just like, this is so fucking pathetic. Dude, I'll make, I'll make like a two minute video about like, here's all the Hello Kitty things I own. And I feel like in the first like 30 seconds, everyone's like, who is this pedo? And then I mentioned that I've got kids and like, oh, don't worry. I'm just cancel the call. Don't worry about I'm it. I'm going to comment that on He's every single um, <laughs> Who is this pedo? I changed my TikTok name from Angus Truscott official because I don't have any content. To what? Wahlberg is official. Amazing. Great. <laughs> just like, man, they haven't reserved it anyway. Should I take it on Instagram? Should I finally change it from Chimichangas to Wahlberg is official? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. What about Angus Wahlberg? <laughs> no, that's not good. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. People might say, whoa, did he marry Ian? No, I, t- <laughs> Mark Truscott. Yeah. Oh, that's my cousin's name, actually. <laughs> Mark marries me. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to keep him different for different platforms. Okay. That's fine. But yeah, I was like, man, how is Wahlberg's official not taken on TikTok? <laughs> yeah, you've got it on a few things. I, I mean, it's pretty like... I've done PSN, It's Discord. unsurprising that that's not been taken on P- PSN. It's unsurprising that at Wahlberg's HQ that like reserving usernames isn't at the top of there. <laughs> I bet you can't get it on the F45 Challenge app. Oh, you know, that's... Yeah, yeah. or like any... um Or, or the uh, muni- uh, municipal um, <laughs> social app. His, his reels have gotten even more to the point. It's just straight up it sucks. Just, no, 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 no. <laughs> he's prayed up. Oh, it's, him. it's just as him. Leaving. There'll, there'll be a cross and he'll just look at the camera and be like, stay prayed up. And, and it's like... And walk off. It's yeah. like, that's three seconds. Imagine being the guy that gets to film those for him. <laughs> no. He's so unreal. They should get an Oscar. <laughs> I know, seriously. It's so sick. Best cinematography. Um, but yeah, that's coming out to Apple Arcade, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's called... Oh, and the, what's crazy about it, and the reason I bring it up, mm. is that it's called Hello Kitty's Island Adventure. 13 years ago... South Park did an episode oh. about about World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of and course, they worked it, with Blizzard. They had the animation from the video game. And um, oh, is that what Butters is trying so, to play? So, right. So, so Cartman goes like, like uh, they're having a big like meeting, so they yeah, can beat like the, the guy, basement the rival house. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Butters goes, "What's World of Warcraft?" And then Cartman's like, "What the hell, Butters? You said you play your computer all the day, all day." And he goes, "Yeah, but I'm playing Hello, Hello Kitty on Adventure. Adventures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I game didn't that. exist back then, and now it does. South Park did it first. That's so weird, though, yeah. that like no one at San Rio was like, let's check. Yeah, yeah, let's check. I just like, or, or they're like, 
It's a bit. Fuck yeah. Let's just lean into it. SEO is good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's so now, yeah. really funny. Butters uh, worked this game into existence. Yeah. Um, so that comes out in a month, exactly. Very excited for that. Wow. Yeah, that's exciting for you. On Apple Arcade. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, Tilly wrote down a list of things that she wants wanted to do on Monday. Mm. And one of them was watch Toy Story. Oh, wow. Now that uh, the movie hater is in school. But like, so we would watch movies in the past and then Archie would have his freak out moment when like, you know, one of them had to... When a, when a, when a character says, I don't want to play Or like, yeah, with a character's you. shoelace would get untied or something. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck movies. Or when Tintin curb stomped <laughs> one of the Thompson twins and said, don't make me do it to you too, motherfucker, to the other one. So funny that there's the... 80s pop group The Thompson Twins And mm. never mentioned Tintin at any point It's a hard word to rhyme Hold me now oh, I mean They are called that heart. Because of Hergé's Are they? Tintin are they? I'd imagine so That's something for Find out for another day Thompson put Twins are like We'll put our top researchers on it Me yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah um, And normally like Tilly will like Last another five minutes And then go like You know what? Archie's like getting heaps of attention for yeah. his outburst. I want. I'm going to have an outburst too. And the best thing is, she can't talk. Then you can't even hear it. No, protest. but she was this time. She was just like, oh, I just want to watch Toy Story, and she was a bit like a bit trepidatious watching the movie because she kept she, her biggest fear was that they were going to get caught by uh, by humans. And I was like, oh, Tilly, that's actually not something you need to worry about in these movies. They never get caught. Guess what? There's three more. Yeah, like, yeah. They ain't getting caught. I don't know what she thought was going to happen either. But like, yeah, like, that's all she cared about with it. So we watched Toy Story 1. Maybe we created like this existential crisis for her. Like if she went into her room. Yeah, okay, sure. her toys alive. Possibly. And now a word from our really, really great sponsors. Trust me, I know a lot about good deals, folks. And this is a great deal. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We watched Toy Story the First, which is a great Famously movie. Famously called Toy Story the First. Yeah. Uh, great movie in spite of looking fucking dog shit by today's standards. I mean, it, it, it's got that PS1 aesthetic that I love so much. And also at the time it was like, you know, 
It's like when you go back and watch like old. Not, I'm not talking like Snow White, well, yeah. which looks beautiful. But yeah, I mean, yeah. like it's like going back and watching anything old. It's like rudimentary. It's well, I mean, the character models for the most part look pretty good. It's whenever there's just this really sparse background. Yeah, with just like very, a cube in it. Like, yeah, and yeah. it's like back then. Yes, imagination was kind of the limit of 2D animation, but literally like. CPU and memory was like, you know, at the limit of this. Like, yeah, it's just like real sparse. Yeah, flat. so we 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 finished, and obviously every time a human enters, it's like mortifying. Yeah, of oh, men, they're terrifying. And compare the dog. Uh, the dog and is the cat so from uh, Toy Story disgusting. Four, which yeah. like looks exactly like Kitty. Like, so just we finished Toy Story One, and straight away she goes, "Can we watch Toy Story 2? And you're like, "No." I was like, "We're gonna oh. watch the movie that." Oh yeah, we're well, no, the time. toy. <laughs> No, no. I'll do one better. Now that you finally settled down and started watching movies with me, it's time to stop that forever by subjecting you to the worst movie of 2022. Do you ever wonder why watching that, honey, what (laughs) Andy's favorite movie was? No. Well, I'm glad you did because certain filmmakers (laughs) also thought that. That would be so fucking mean. I love it. Like, let's watch... But to be like, now, it's really, really important that you know that this was Andy, the boy from... She and just keep showing the models and being like, doesn't he look exactly like the toy? And she's like, no. And you're like, yes, it does. The movie ended and she was like, dad, who's Andy? And you're like, you idiot. Were you even <laughs> watching the movie? <laughs> Literally like the second person in the frame. I think because they look kind of similar from a character model point of view. Sure. She thought Sid and Andy were the same character. That's twisted. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's insane. That's like thinking like... Han Solo and Luke Skywalker were the same character in Star Wars. Do you know that in Disneyland in the late 90s, um, you could go and design a fucked up toy? At, like, oh, called, sure, like, like the Sid, Andy dolls. Sid, but it was like Sid's workshop. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sid's, that's and, sick. And You, it you just got like a, a broken hair. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. That should be a thing everywhere. That's so metal. That's like the most metal that like Disney ever got. Um, anyway, uh, we went, we straight away watched Toy Story 2. The glow up. Did you in, explain how those toys that are like messed up they're kind of like what John Lasseter's victims who were probably animating this movie felt like uh, you're like that's a metaphor for the no that, no the, I, I, I strategically put tape over the, um, the words uh, Lasseter uh, whenever yeah, wherever I watched ahead whenever whenever the Lasseter showed up I just tape put tape over the, over the L so his name it just says John Asseter and um, <laughs> that's how I win against yeah. abuse um, the glow up in animation Huge. from Toy Story 1 to 2 is insane also um, Wayne Knight Toy collector looks exactly like John Lasseter, right? Essentially, <laughs> yeah. but also like that move, like Toy Story Two is far and away the best one to me, hands down. It's I think so we said, good. I think we like, went through it recently, and I was like, Two is for me. It is that rare sequel that is like, there's only like five sequels in the world that you could file this under, where it it, it heightens, it doesn't betray <laughs> the first, but it is such a beautiful movie because it plays with like, uh, the lore. It doesn't try to recreate the first film it gives every character from the first movie yeah. something to do it subverts stuff that the first movie did you and know? then it introduces like it's buzz rescuing woody that's yeah that's already great it that's introduces a, four four three extra characters in or oh, and wheezy i guess so four four kind of mainish extra characters mm. yes um, little wayne's in a yeah <laughs> has someone done that again like um, of course they have yeah, like yeah, so yeah. they go wheezy and then sit like yeah i've seen it. it's a video and he's like turned when he sings it you know how he sings at the end oh yeah great yeah i think i've seen that um, I think he's turned around does like a milli or something. Yeah, that's excellent. All <laughs> the toys are just losing it. Um, but then, like you know, like, yeah, Bullseye and Jesse. Jesse's such a good character. Joan Cusack's voice performance. Bullseye, is one of killer. the great uh, silent characters yep. in cinema, hands down. I love that he has like a, a standoff with uh, with Slinky Dog when they first yeah. meet. Like, um, and then uh, and then Stinky Pete, such a good villain. Was, uh, Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Yep. And then Wayne, yeah, Wayne Knight, also a villain. Like, who's so good? Al, yeah. 
Draw, draw that man in a chicken costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, and just the intro, like you know, great intro. The, the, the video, the video game. game and like shooting the crystal. Tilly the was like, "What?" When Buzz gets shot, like she totally bought that. Like you like Buzz had been destroyed. Well, you know what that like, is? That's her. Uh, <laughs> We can fix this. That's her lack of film literacy. That's true. Mm. Um, but yeah, Toy Story 2, incredible. And I was just thinking about like, oh man, this is the best shit. Tomorrow we're going to watch Monsters, Inc. Which so is good. probably my favorite Pixar movie. Um, I still don't know what mine is. Mine, mine, mine could be Toy Story 2 or Wally. Yep. I'm such a Wally head. Wally rocks. I think that's just like transcends. Archie would love Wally because it's about a robot. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's humans in it he would feel sad about. Yeah, they're, but they're, gro- they're gross. Yeah, he'd yeah. feel sad about that. Um, he'd probably be into their lifestyle, though, because it's so, like, mathematical. Well, he watched like... Emperor's New Groove. Oh, that's really funny, because you yeah. know what I started watching? That I'm like, I've got to tell you to watch. Emperor's New Groove, the TV series? No, uh, Kronk's New Groove. No, Kronk's- <laughs> Is that the sequel? No, they, and they made a, a series. I think oh, it's made a sequel song, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sweatbox. Have you ever watched it? No, what's up? So, you do know about... This is so funny. There's only so much about Disney. Do you know about the Emperor's New Groove, like its production history? Like, I know that like they tried to make it a st- like it was meant to be um, Kingdom Sting- of the Sun, and and Sting Sting was doing the soundtrack. Yeah. It was like by the director of The Lion King. It was being developed immediately afterwards. So this is a documentary that like Disney don't want you to see. Oh, I think yeah. Sting's wife made it. Amazing, and it, and it basically follows the entire production. So I, I got halfway through it just because um you have to watch it on like uh Wayback Machine or Internet Ar- oh Archive. <laughs> Internet archive. Um, and hey, it's got someone, like, someone from our Discord, find it and put it on the PayFam. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was just watching it on my iPad in bed. It's great. So just like the director working on it for three years, Owen Wilson, David Spade. It's like half the original cast. It was a very different story, M- far more serious, far more yep. like Lion King esque. It dealt with like a Prince and the Pauper subplot. Um, it still had the <laughs> llama transformation. Characters were completely different. But then it's like halfway through, they sh- they pitch it and then they're just like, nah, it's not good. And then they have to rework it. The director leaves, the director of The yep. Lion King. And then they strip it down to be like a really simplistic, cheap. And I don't mean cheap in the way it's told, but like literally cheap. Um, there's Chuck no, there's no big musical numbers. There's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. stripped back and they're just like, let's turn it's it. It's a gag. You have to make yeah. a, uh, a slapstick comedy. Yeah. And they retained a few of the cast members. I think just Eartha Kitt and um, David Spade, no one else. But you see like Owen Wilson in the booth. He played a lookalike to the Emperor and then they switched roles. Like it was supposed to do this big grand thing. And they went to like Peru and Incan Ruins <laughs> and were like doing all this research. And this guy is just like devastated. He's just like, this has been four years of my life. And it's just brutal. And it can probably tie into what we're talking about because it's a guy who made The Lion King and he can't even get this movie approved. Yeah. That's pretty insane. And then Sting's in it and he's like really good in it. Like I'm not a big Sting or Police fan, but he's like writing songs and he's like, this is really difficult. Normally I can just write whatever, but then like he's working with storytellers. It's really fascinating. And But it's just like rather, you know, it, this pitch isn't just like story outline they've come up with in a week and pitch it. It's three years of them like developing it, recording all the voices and they show like a rough cut to like the execs and they're like, yeah, no, nah, this isn't good. And then I guess I, I'm up to the bit. I'm not up to this bit yet. I had to pause it because I was like quite tired. So don't start something at like 11 p.m. Like it's such a dumb thing, especially something. Oh, real- dude! I remember like when I was like in my 20s, I would be like just falling asleep. It'd be like at the 3 a.m. and I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna start freaks and geeks." Just, just stupid watch behavior. Watch the first episode and then be like, mm, "I watch the next three too." It's and then the sun comes yeah, up. Yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> um, but I think now I'm up to the bit where uh, the director leaves and it's retooled as Emperor's New Groove. Crazy. But that I know, was a I weird sideline, but what did Archie think of it? 
Loved it. That yeah, sure. was super funny. Loves Kronk. And I'm like, he's actually the voice of uh, John Goodman. Of- is that John Goodman? No, it's um, it's Putty. It's uh, it's oh, who's Patrick Warburton. Uh, who's John Goodman in it? Is he in it? He's like the he's like he plays like he's like the big guy with Puncho the, with the or red something. Hat. Yeah, yeah. So that was originally Owen Wilson, and he looked he was like looked oh, right. like the Emperor. Right. No, um, uh, Kronk or whatever his name. That's is. right. He's like the right hand man. Yeah, of, yeah. of Eartha Kit. Yeah. yeah. Putty. I love that he he will always be putty despite being Brock Samson to me. Brock, but yeah, he, he's putty. Come on, <laughs> um, the tick. That's how I got B to watch Venture Brothers with me when we first started dating. I think it's putty because she was a massive Seinfeld stan, and I was like, oh, he's the voice of my one of my favorite cartoon characters. Putty, one of the great late entries to Seinfeld. Yeah, definitely. Who still like holds his own well. Among well, I mean, like- I mean, I feel like when we were peak Seinfeld age, were those last few seasons anyway. So- Dude, I started watching in '93. Summer of 93, I can remember it. When did it stop? Uh, 98. 98. I watched yeah. it like season two onwards when it used to be on Channel 9. I guess I would be 94. Before it switched Channel yeah. 2. It, Channel 9 dumped it. They're like, no one's watching this. It was, it was summer what? ratings. And then they're like, no one's watching this. And then 10 picked it up and it became like, what, four times a day. It was well, either yeah, Seinfeld or The Simpsons. That's what I mean. As soon as it, be- it was paired with The Simpsons, that's when I started watching it. Mm. No, I was in um, before. I loved it. Yeah. Good shit. Um, I was into Roseanne though. It used to play back to back on Channel I 9. I watched a shitload of Roseanne too. I never watched it. John Goodman, baby. John Greatman. I'd like to call him. <laughs> As you know, and I've said that I was more yeah. of a... I, I shouldn't compare the two, but I was more of a Married with Children fan. That was. Oh, where, I also love that. That's I where just, I got my uh, working middle class uh, suburban. I think I just watched every sitcom when I was a kid. I did too. I remember like, I'd be like, oh, I've got to get home. And it's like, why? Also, I'm seven, so of course I'm home. But it's like, got to watch Step by Step, um, Perfect, Strange, uh, uh, no, Perfect no. Strangers... Um, what's, what was this uh, Steve Urkel one? No, no, no. So the, this is like this is the, the it was Sunday nights. It would go. This was, this was weeknights for we, me. We, no, there was a, there was a, there was a string Sunday of four, four like sitcoms in a row. So first it was Full House. Full House. Then it was Step by Step. Home Improvement. Then it was Home Improvement. Then it was Family Matters. What? So Family Matters was Steve, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, Steve yeah, Urkel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was crazy. That's a crazy awesome foursome. Yeah. That, that's an insane. Step by step. Day bad, day bad, and it was essentially just um. Two, it was like Brady Bunch, San Francisco kind of Brady Bunch, wasn't yeah, yeah. it? Yeah, that just. And the fucking dad's dead. That's so sad. Of the Brady Bunch, maybe. I mean, uh, step, step by, by step, step yeah. yeah. And he he was great. He's like in a, in a great Tim and Eric sketch. He's selling a Cinco product. Man, banger, banger show. I yeah, it, it's alarming to me when you think about how many. God damn it, Steve! <laughs> how many shows I watched when I was like nine. That were just like a girl working at a magazine. Yeah, and they, and it was like uh, Caroline in the City, Just, just Shoot Me, me uh, The Sybil Show. Oh my god, um, Murphy, um, Murphy um, Brown, The Naked Truth. Is, is Murphy Brown? Murphy Brown was in News. News, right? But yeah, that was just like Naked Truth. Fuck yeah, Taylorioni. And then I feel like Ned, Ned and Stacy was Stacey. one of them worked at a magazine yeah. as well. And it was shows that had two sets. It was like The Apartment. Yeah, yeah, and then the workplace. <laughs> and then the workplace. <laughs> And it always had like there was always like a Mr. Show alumni would be in one season for a yeah. bit and like yeah when I finally started watching good shit I was like hey hey I know that that's from season two of Caroline in the City <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> was was what was Judd um Judd Nelson in he was in like one of these News Radio is that that, nah. that had a crazy cast News Radio has a psycho cast Stephen Joe Rogan. Rogan's in it Stephen Root Joe Rogan, <laughs> Rogan Andy Dick <laughs> um Dave Dave Farley, Foley yeah, yeah. Foley. Yeah, um, Phil Hartman. R. Phil Hartman, of course. Damn, that's a crazy cast. It's yeah. an insane cast. Yeah, fucking Joe Rogan's in it. I think only for like one or two episodes or early season, he was replaced. Was he? Yeah. For he's smoking Joe, so much weed. <laughs> he's the most successful person. That's so fuck. Imagine it, if we lived in a world where uh, Joe Rogan's wife murdered him and Phil Hartman was still alive. Bro. 
Bruh. I don't think Elon would be owning Twitter right now. <laughs> I was thinking, about who are the, th- the three biggest losers in the world? Elon Musk. Elon, number one with a bullet. Um, and then I would say, um, uh, like, J.K. Rowling is pretty high up there. Does anyone rich that is... Not even a loser. She's just, like, evil. She's, I mean, I guess yeah. so is, like, Elon Musk. But he comes across... He, like, he's more of a loser to me. Yep. Where she's, like... Elon's such a loser. The thing with Elon loser. is, she he doesn't show intelligence ever. And the things with J.K. Rowling, her works have shown intelligence yeah like her things are you know her books are about like standing up against prejudiced people tolerance different and so like it's worth like that's why she's evil because we know she knew better yeah sure so yeah. to me that makes him like if you, she's smarter therefore she, and she evil. could write and finish a book elon definitely couldn't do that oh god no he, he, yeah elon musk is just he's a loser mm. i don't know who else we'll have to do a loser of the year guy of the year and a i loser think it's only fair yeah 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 i couldn't think of anyone else elon is like definitely taking the cake yeah or uh, as Azalea Banks likes to call him, apartheid Clyde. <laughs> Still one of the best. Um, but yeah, uh, loving uh, loving watching Toy Story this week with Tilly. Like having, the crew. having a great time thinking about other Pixar movies to watch while while eating popcorn. How good is making making popcorn on the stove? Dude, it's so good. Pop 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 that sound. Yeah, it's so good news. I'm gonna and be you, eating a bucket tomorrow. You feel like a scientist. I oh am, yeah, break uh, this news. Tell 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 everybody. I'm watching Dead Reckoning Part One tomorrow night. And then, what are you doing on Monday night, Angus? Uh, watching Dead Reckoning Part 1, Red Carpet, Tom Cruise. You're going to wear a suit? Yeah, it's Cocktail. That's amazing. Great Tom Cruise movie. I've got the record right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm interviewing some of the cast on Sunday. So, I've got to see it before that. Else, no interview. Yeah. So, they're dragging me to the <laughs> to an unlisted preview tomorrow night. Which I'm so amped. I've watched every... I'm, I've still got an hour left to fall out. I'm going to watch it when you go. Just you've, got to, you've got to see uh, Henry Cavill take a hook to the head. I've seen him load his arms. Oh God, that's the best scene. I've just, it just, I just had this scene where they figure out it, it, the turning point is so good. It's like an hour, uh, maybe an hour to go where they fake, every, like Alec Baldwin. Everyone is just like they they figured out that he's um, John Lark, the guy that's like behind it all, and they set him up by pretending to do a face swap. Remember, it's like a scene yeah, yeah. in like the sewers, and it's like, ah, oh, it's so fucking good, man. This movie is insane. Fallout is like perfect. Fallout's my favorite. Dude, it is yeah. so good. Everyone is firing on all cylinders. But that I've makes seen, me so worried for the next one. I've seen, I, I mean, I, you know, <laughs> the you, can't, buzz, you can't trust the internet, but the buzz is so fucking big. I saw someone today say it's the best action movie of the last decade. Oh, okay, cool. Because I saw negative ones from people that I like, you know, have, really? have trusted opinions from in the past. Okay. I've but seen, very few people have seen it so far. I saw one today that said it's the greatest like action I, I saw some, someone say I left feeling not quite as bad as I did leaving Fast 10, but it wasn't too dissimilar a feeling and i was like wow. oh no that really spoke to me fuck that's yeah, crazy yeah, yeah damn i mean i just yeah i mean like the cast just the like I, I, you could knock down my, my 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 mount rushmore and just put the four female cast members in dead reckoning in there Haley atwell yep. rebecca ferguson yeah pom and fucking, i'm interviewing pom and Haley, and vanessa kirby vanessa i'm interviewing her as oh, well i'm so jealous and simon bro. Pegg. that's sick you gotta ask <laughs> ask her what her favorite kirby game is <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so Dreamland You'll or, get fired uh, straight away Dreamland or Forgotten Realm <laughs> Pom <laughs> Okay <laughs> What is that? <laughs> what is that, French? I will like, I will give you I'm no joke I will give you $200 okay. Cash Vanessa Kirby. If you ask Vanessa Kirby What her favourite Kirby game is Seriously Okay uh, I'll, I'll see how liquid I am Before I go yeah. in <laughs> No, you don't have to give me anything. No, I mean, I just want to see if I need the money. <laughs> yeah, all right, sure. <laughs> I don't know what to ask Simon Pegg. Just like, 
So, do you have a Cy Man Peg? <laughs> what? I don't know. Do you have a Cy while Man Pegs? I don't know. Just like playing oh, with his okay. name. I'm playing with people's names now. You've, Bear you've... Man Pig, Simon Pig, Peg. No, I meant like sighing, like someone sighing know, because that, yeah. they're being pegged. I'm by riffing a man. too. Isn't that what we're doing? Yeah, just different. <laughs> just two cool riffs. Just two, two different. Yours was not good either. <laughs> Mine was like when I explained it to you for the eighth time, it worked. <laughs> Mine, we're, we're riffing, but we're just two different... Ask, ask Simon Pegg, when, when are we getting Paul too? Honestly, I was thinking about Paul the other day because I was going, I was thinking about our Seth Rogen films. Yeah. And I was just like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I was thinking about The Adventures of Tintin and then I just got thinking about... Um, oh, yeah, Nick he Frost, rocks in that. Nick, Thompson Twins. Nick Frost and um, Simon Pegg. 80s. Ask him if the Thompson Twins, the band, were named after the Thompson Twins from Tintin. Oh, li- literally only asking Tintin questions. Yeah, great. And I'm going to ask um, uh, Pom only um, Guardians Christmas special questions. That's great. It's like, so what you, would you think? Did you actually meet Kevin Bacon? Yeah, what's Kevin Bacon <laughs> really like? Do you have Disney Plus? <laughs> or do they like send it to you to watch? So is it, it's just the three girls? Three girls and Simon Pegg. And Simon At Pegg, one point it's going to be Chris McQuarrie. Imagine if Ving Rhames was there, dude. dude. Dude, I'm going with 10 hats and just <laughs> keep changing them for each question. <laughs> I'd be like, sorry, I'm just going to... Okay, Ving, yeah, man, no, he's not coming. Imagine if Alec Baldwin was there. I know he's not in these anymore. He'd... He's not in, but he also hates flying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. His Instagram is... Man, it's, 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 it's maybe guy of the year nominee. He should not be allowed to have social media. Like, I don't feel like... Well, guns. <laughs> <laughs> but... He keeps fucking posting. It's crazy, dude. He's and they're the most milk toast, like weird. He's like, I love my wife, Valeria. That's like <laughs> half of them. Or the other ones are just like, I've been on this plane for six hours and we haven't taken off yet. Yeah, and yeah. Just he's like, like, American Airlines are a joke. Lemon American. Like he's insane. He, I reckon he is like this close to like checking into a mental institution. Like I think the the, the mental stress that he's been under for like since like murking that woman. Yeah. <laughs> Rusting that woman <laughs> It was since icing that woman on set Isn't that what the movie's called? Rust? Oh yeah <laughs> Ever since, yeah uh, Defining uh, Adding a new definition of rust I mean, RIP, that sucks But uh, I, was, I, I think I was with someone recently And they're like Oh, poor Alec He's been through so much I was like He's fucking he, he killed a woman Like yeah. I think her family's pretty sad too <laughs> Alec Bowen looks dead on site Have you seen like his Instagram Where it's just him like Hugging his 10 children Well when I say hugging, he's sitting at a table while 10 of them are crawling all over him and he just looks like he wants to kill himself. <laughs> Whose children are these lemons? <laughs> <laughs> I love all my children so much. <laughs> oh, so much. So yeah, last week, very relieved that I didn't have to see Indiana oh, Jones. What talking about. Yeah. yeah. This week. Also, you didn't watch Four in One Day? Uh, no, I didn't watch Four, four Indiana <laughs> Jones is in One Someone, Day. Someone, uh, a friend of the show, Lee Tran Lam, messaged uh, me. It was just like, it's so impressive you watched four Indiana Jones movies in one day. And I'm like, that's my secret, uh, Lee Tran Lam. It's, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's sadly, no, it is. Because um, Will, also former HeyFam guest, maybe, but definitely friend of the show. He did um, all the visual effects. He didn't do all of it. No, he, he, did. he did all of them? No, I, we did the last okay, sequence. Because well, I'm about to say something mean about something I saw. And I, I'm just going to say... Is it about the opening of the movie? He's, he didn't do that. No, he didn't do that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, that was me hoping that he didn't do no, no, that. No, no, he did the end sequence. The okay. Spo- we're going to spoilers soon-ish. We'll warn you, but he gets into the uh, third act. If well, you, It's going to be a big spoiler for me. If you know what I'm talking about. Um, so I get to, like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm spending time with, with Tilly. I go, B, like... 
I've I've done two days of not being able to do my work because Tilly's been with me. I'm seeing a movie. Can you? Can, yeah, I'm, I want to see a movie. Can you take tomorrow off work and, yeah. and have a day with Tilly? I'll have Thursday and Friday with her. Yeah. Um. And uh, so, being in this situation, I'm Indiana Jones. In this situation, Tilly is Mutt Williams, and yeah, you're uh, Marion, and I need you to. And be the movies the are the are the vines that. I need to swing. That's right. And yeah. the monkey is the seat at the cinema, which I am learning from. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I, I guess I don't know. The whole... When, when you're just reading like all the news from Hollywood at the moment, it sucks so hard. Dude, more like uh, Holly weird if you catch... It's, no, it's Holly not weird enough for me. Yeah, Holly, wouldn't it be nice if things were a little crazier? <laughs> I like. It is cool having this horizon of Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer and Barbie, for sure. Yeah. But... I don't know. It's like all the writers' strike news. Like, there's not no one. None of the studios are acting on it in a meaningful way yet. No, it, 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 I, I've said this like analogy for a lot of things before when we've spoken about like decisions or things. But this rings so true at the moment. This era is a firm reminder that as much as films are art, they are an absolute industry and a business. And right now that we're being like so reminded of that because of the strike, because of honestly, man, everything needs to fucking crash and burn so we can start a new hundred percent. And we need like- one producer, Tom Cruise, <laughs> he needs <laughs> to make the movies. first film of yep. the new era of film. The second, I mean, the other thing is like, it is still pretty amazing. I find that the film industry is still around. It is a hundred years old now. Like, Think of how many music formats there have been. Think of like, it is insane that this like... There's been film formats. There's been film formats, but I mean like... Dot .mov, dot .mp4. Dot uh, real, real media. Oh, yeah. But I mean RT like, it was. In yeah. it, it's pretty insane that there is still uh, the amount of money that is made, the amount of money that is spent on this industry of films with like sound. That's and fucking crazy. It's honestly like it's actually bad for the world that a movie ever made a billion dollars, and I know like it rules that James Dude, Cameron makes crazy movies. You're 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 in a house of big Jim right now. You look- I know, it, and it, look, it rocks that some movies make lots of money, but I do think at the end of the day, it sucks so hard that they do because then suddenly all this money is chucked at blockbusters that isn't spent well, and then like they just become this like product homogenous product and it's so and i've just i've, I've just felt that and in a way that i make it makes me feel dumb for like definitely being aware of it over the last few years but i just like i can't do it to myself I, I, I don't think you should feel dumb i think you enjoyed it knowing it's like uh you know you had mcdonald's once a week think of it that way yeah, once yeah. A, as a treat and that was fine and you're like yeah it's not my real food it's just because there's so many other restaurants this is the closest thing to an insult you've given mcdonald's in your life yeah, but it's also like a food that I... I haven't even been at McDonald's for like two months or something. Yeah. Like, I like the brand, as I yeah, said. Yeah. The food, it's whatever. It's fine. It is good, but I don't Happy eat birthday, it that Grimace, often. Though. Happy birthday. But it's like saying, yeah, you know what? I'm going to have McDonald's once a fortnight. And that's okay because there are other places and other food I will eat in those other 13 days. But then over time, all those places get bought by McDonald's. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> the thing I liked and knew was kind of like not great and kind of dumb, but tasted so good and was quick and easy. It's everything now. And I, I kind of want something that feels real or something that makes me feel different. I need Asteroid City to be out already. That's for sure. But you know, well, you know what's interesting before you even like this book I'm reading, which I know we laugh about me reading. The good thing about movies is, well, they're movies for stars. No, but every like great, no, every era of filmmaking is a response to what became, came before it. 
So like the 70s was so exciting with like Scorsese, Lucas, Spielberg, everything, because it was a response to like the Hollywood system before where it was like producers and studios were the things in charge. And that's kind of how it feels again at the moment where for some reason, everyday people know what IP Warner Brothers or Disney owns. It's like real inside baseball stuff. And because that was like such an old world method of like making films in the 60s and the 70s and people knew like which actor had signed a, you know, back then like actors worked for a studio and like, so you had like someone like Alina DiCaprio would have worked with one studio for 20 years. Like they'd sign a bizarre contract. And so that was almost their IP in a way, but because it was like so antiquated by the time these younger guys got in all the films of the, well, not all the films, but that great wave of like new Hollywood, which starts with like the late sixties and ends with like probably Jaws or something is like these young guys making movies as a complete re- like, response to that in that it was the opposite and like different and like edgy and i'm not saying we're going to get different and edgy but i'm saying like this shitty era that we're in at the moment i'm really with you and thinking it hoping thinking it could crumble and we'll just usher in hopefully an era of new stuff but i'm not hopeful because the stuff that that would the content and that sucks that i'm calling it content but it would wind up on streaming yeah it's now the movies is like as martin scorsese said and was mocked by many Marvel fan, movies are essentially rides now. They cost so much money. They cost so about much, as much, so money much money as going to a theme park. Yep. They cost money to watch. They cost money to make. They are essentially rides. Big, big, big films. And that's fine. I think a lot of the... I love movies like that, but I also like other movies. And I like that they can complement one another. Or you can have something highbrow and you can have something lowbrow. I think that's the best thing. But when everything's highbrow, it's not fun. And when everything's lowbrow, it's also not fun. But the, the lowbrow shit now takes itself so seriously and so much of the world takes it seriously too. Like, like Fast 10, <clears throat> perfect example. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but so for me, like, I just like, I don't know, I think like the news coming out of like, you know, like Warner is like announcing who's playing Superman next. And I'm like, I, I don't want more superhero movies. I want you to have the worst year I just, of I, your I, lives and then go, we're not going to make movies for a long while now unless... And that never happened. I know it will never happen. But I just like, I, I don't want them... They shouldn't be allowed to have another chance to make superhero movies. I want to wake up times out now. of a coma, watch Black Adam and go, fantastic, Ken, Henry Cavill's back. This is going to be so exciting. <laughs> and then I don't want to go on Twitter and see the news they've cast some fucking teenagers as Lois and Clark. <laughs> and it's like weak as shit. Like Disney are pushing forward with Deadpool 3, even though it is't finished right being written yet and like i don't know what's gonna like like why are they doing that it's like i mean the funniest thing about that is you've got a uh speaking of riff kings you've got the riff king himself there who won't be have you ever he can't do improv because he's in the in the wga um which also i wish like he he could just be like i am deadpool we're not fucking making this movie until because he's not yeah He's rich enough. Absolutely. He's in the most watched movie of all time. Probably the second richest Canadian of all time after Drake. Um and then like and those numbers are based on nothing. Venom three's going, f- being starting filming soon. Even though they haven't got a finished script either. I mean, like <laughs> that's awesome for us. Like how funny is that? It's super funny. But like, and how good is it? They're like, we ain't got a script. <laughs> We're, <laughs> We're Venom. shooting Venom three. Let's get that lady again from uh, the Spider Man movie <laughs> in the convenience store. I mean, the good thing with shooting Venom three, as we know, Venom one and Venom two had four sets between the two of them. There's yeah. Eddie's apartment, nondescript looking uh, science lab. The oh no sorry five there's the seafood restaurant with the lobsters. But yeah, like I do, like, I love the Venom movie. Yeah, I love that. That first one <laughs> is so so special. Did to you want to see it together? <coughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, but 
We've watched way too many superhero movies. Way too many like weird legacy member, you know what? member berry shit. There's been <coughs> 55, I was reading comic book movies, cinematica release released in like a decade and we've seen 45 of them i reckon and that's i reckon we've so seen like 52 gross. of them what did we see what and i was like i don't know like i used to only watch comedies and it ruled i would see we don't make them anymore well they do now starting with no hard feelings and they do make them as we said last week so it's the, funny you should mention that movie because I was, I was hearing a great things about it and uh, and like it's by the guy who directed Good Boys. I really liked Good Boys. I hear it's very different to Good. It's it's and, a fine movie. And I'm hearing that like <clears throat> it it's doing better than it was projected to. And everyone's like, "All right, go R-rated comedy. Mm. Good for you, Jennifer Lawrence." Like you know, getting out of like all the big franchises, having a kid, and then coming back to Hollywood in a R-rated comedy. That's mm-hmm. such a weird curveball. That like really that compliments no her saw. as an actor. Yeah, like, yeah, she's always been like goofy. Um, and so I I'm like I. Don't want to watch Indiana Jones. I'm going to go to the movie. I got see a B, see a Tilly, going to the movies, get to see Indiana Jones. Um, and then I'm like, I don't want to give money to them at the very least. And so, for, funnily enough, no hard feelings showing 10 minutes after Indiana Jones starts. I'll buy a ticket to, in, in, to No Hard Feelings, go watch Indiana Jones. I get in the cinema and Indiana Jones's fucking de aged Harrison Ford face is in it. It looks like a fucking PS3 Uncharted 3 cutscene. And I just go, I can't do this to myself. And I got up out of that cinema and I watched No Hard Feelings instead. You didn't watch Indiana Jones? Fucking, I'm sorry to my friends that worked wow. on it. I just couldn't do it. I'm done, man. Yeah, wow. I, I mean, and it's, and it's, Jones. Not, it's not about this movie in particular. Mm. It's just about the state of like what Disney have done to my Look, fucking I completely brain. Understand. And I feel like people listen to our podcast as like, should I see this blockbuster? And this podcast has many things, but I refuse for it to be useful. And oh, it's never been useful. So it's just us chatting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't want. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, don't, this, that's well, not, I was hoping you'd tell me what happened in it because remember I could only hear half of it. What happened in it is like a really lifeless-looking Indiana Jones rode a fake-looking micro uh, uh, motorbike in front of a like a, a very like PS2 fog. Enhanced. How dark was that opening scene? Dude, it looked like. I mean, I know why it's dark. I just couldn't do it, man. Mm. I just could not do it. Yeah, and and like, yeah, and so I watched No Hard Feelings and had a great time. It's good, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. So you've seen it? I saw it last week. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a preview. Didn't I tell you I saw no? Didn't we talk about on the pod last week? I I don't think so. I think we're talking. No, no. I I was like, "What movies did you see?" And you were like, "Can we talk about the Flash, please?" No, at your house. I swear I said oh, okay, I saw okay, it in okay, No Hard Feelings. Yeah, right. Okay, sweet. Yeah, no, I saw it like last Tuesday. Yeah, it's like, it's totally good. Like, it's like... It just reminded me, I, in fact, I think I even said in a review I read, I was like, 2008 called it once it's um, Judd Apatow uh, adjacent film back. Like, maybe, it's maybe a movie that I would, that last week, yeah. It's a movie I'd put like, and I, I, this is a good thing, I'd put it in like the You Mean Dupree Along Came Polly class. Like, I don't think it's as good as like You're an super Apatow. Bad. yeah, yeah. I still think, and I was having this huge discussion with a few people this week, of the romantic comedies that I love so much, um, I still think Forgetting Sarah Marshall is the fucking blueprint for romantic well, comedies. I, this, this reminded me a lot of that. Reminded me of that in the sense where, like, it had, like... It was kind of a postmodern rom-com where, like, there is this third act that a lot of early ones don't get to, or maybe a second act, or maybe a third act, and there's fourth acts in these that, like, early ones don't subscribe to, where... It kind of humanizes a lot of you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think No Hard Feelings is fantastic fun. I think it's really good to see in a full cinema. I think she's like it's probably the best I've seen Jennifer Lawrence. So here's the wildest thing, right? That movie came out last Thursday. Yeah. <coughs> um, showing same time as the day Indiana Jones mm. comes out. 
about 40 people in my cinema at a 2 p.m. What a 2 p.m. showing for yeah. No Hard Feelings. There were two people in the Indiana Jones screen. Damn. Yeah. And That's crazy. I don't know, man. I just feel like more and more like, you know what else? It also felt like a, com- like a, like, because it's a similar relationship vibe to Licorice Pizza. Yeah. It's the like older hot, woman, younger guy. Hot, like, hot chick wants to fuck a little virgin. <laughs> well, Kind of has to fuck. No, no, yeah, who knows? Sadly, no Bradley Cooper in um, No Hard Feelings. No, yeah. Uh, man, I had a ball. I think it's. I, I, I love seeing. Uh, I forget his name, but the actor from um, Righteous Gemstone season one, and he's also in Halloween. The second yes, Halloween. Yeah, yeah. He looks like a. He's like um. It's like Kenny Powers adjacent. Or, or like, te- like if, what if TJ Miller wasn't annoying? Yeah, what if TJ Miller hadn't like set a Scotty bomb off from on the Righteous Amtrak. Gemstones yeah. season one? Yeah. Um. It's fucking Richie also, from The Bear is in it. Also, it was really funny. I saw the movie Past Lives, um, and Montauk is featured in it. Oh no way! As well right. as and in Past Lives, they're like, oh, you know Montauk, um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Like that's where it's set. Oh shit! Remember the big line. Remember yeah, right. meet me in Montauk. Do you remember course, like that yeah, big? Yeah. yeah. And so I've been, uh, it was funny. I've been watching a lot of media lately where it's set at uh, Long Island, Montauk. Crazy. Well, look, I want to talk about No Hard Feelings, R-rated comedies. We, yeah. can, we can do a little bit of Indiana Jones talk too. Yeah, well, I'd, you know. <laughs> maybe I, I'll see it. I, don't, I just could not do it today. Completely understandable. Yeah. I'm going to see it, I reckon, Sunday. I want to see it with a full cinema um, just like, at a multiplex. The de shit is so weak. It, it's not great, but you know what? Especially when he still sounds like an 80-year-old man. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame River Phoenix is dead. I say that every day. Yeah, but also I, I, we we already have like you know we've watched an entire movie with a different actor playing a younger um, Harrison Ford. First thing I said to my dad, I was like, they should have got Alden. Like legit, like it'd be great if he signed on for the rest of his life just to only shadow Harrison Ford. It's gonna be the fugitive sequel. And they're like, yeah, the only movies Harrison Ford makes now are just flashback scenes. <laughs> Harrison Ford bookends it. He's like, man, that's like the time I blah blah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's everything said in the nineties for some reason, or like in the eighties. You think that's clear in present danger? Yeah. How about the time I? Well, you all know about the time I was on Air Force One, but did you ever hear about the time I was on Air Force Two? <laughs> when I was vice president yeah, yeah. and it's like him younger. That's great. Um, yeah, damn. Harrison, Alden. Man, Alden really fucking took the fall for some reason for that movie failing. Yeah, it wasn't his fault. It was, it was fantastic. And was, I think yeah. he had like such a hard task being like what I think is still Harrison Ford's most iconic role. Don't tell Harrison Ford that because he loves Indiana Jones more than Han Solo. Yeah. My dad loves Indiana Jones. So I think I've, I've always seen Harrison Ford as more of an indie, but it's interesting. Someone once said to me, or I think I read, they're like, uh, who do you see when you close your eyes? When you think of Harrison Ford and people only people, first thing that comes to mind is Han Solo or Indiana Jones normally. I mean, I want to get that (laughs) mosquito coast. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what's funny? Um, I, I was hoping you could... Well, when you do see it, I'd love to break down with you the a new trilogy of films that I'm, I, I think we should do a um, like a screening somewhere. As you know, I have a relationship with the Golden Age in Sydney. I want to do um, the legacy called Harrison Ford trilogy with Blade Runner, Force Awakens, and Dial of Destiny. And just I want people, I want us all to break down yeah. <laughs> how Harrison Ford might be the only character actor I know who's done it three times. That's wild. A lot of people have done one. Yep. Some have done too. I don't think, and and these are all like the movies that define. Well, it's because him. he has so many iconic characters. Well, three. Yeah, three truly he kind of has characters. three iconic characters, which kind of, um, you know, uh, the three pillars of like fandom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got your like hard sci-fi, cyberpunk. You've got your like, you know, the most 
like, the most like present fan base in the world. And then you've got like Indiana Jones. I, I like I. Uh, Hopefully we can chat more about indies soon another time because I'm so curious. Like we can, I mean, chat broadly about it. Let's chat broadly because yeah. I've, I've watched so much indie recently. But it, he's, I, I've always loved loved Indiana Jones. But to me, I've always like, I'm like, what's what's an Indiana Jones fan look like? And you've answered it. It's your dad. But he's not going to see this new one. No, but I mean, like I Indiana Jones is such Skull. a like, it's such a funny. I don't know anyone that like actually like grew up with those movies. Like as in like when they were coming out, like loved. He always loved like those first three. Yeah, and then I don't like he's, he that, that's enough. Yeah, that three movies like for a series that perfect that, trilogy that, is a very hard thing. But to like get. yeah, like seventies and eighties. Like besides the fucking Star Wars, I'm so like, glad I didn't tell you what happened in the third act. I think I know what happened because I popped my head in after No Hard Feelings <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, they, and they said that I was like, oh, if I do see this, if I keep watching this now, I'll be like, I kind of, I think I know what is what is happening and it, it's, you know. Cause we'll confirm it off my the, the fourth one's all about sci-fi, all about aliens and I think this is another sci-fi trope um, at the end of this one. Uh, uh, kind of, but like yeah. in the Indiana Jones way, it's done via a... Dial of Destiny. A... Uh, like an ancient tool. Yeah, of course, yeah. I'm actually shooting another Dr. Carl video tomorrow with Indiana Jones. Oh, fun. Him breaking down the science of like 2,000-year-old booby traps and nuclear Holy fridge Grail. and stuff. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Um, anyway, uh, come and listen to us talk R-rated comic- comedies. We're talking yeah, about I've been su- thinking a lot about R-rated comedies oh, recently, man. so this is great. And also No Hard Feelings is in general. There were some great was moments great. in that. How good's the, the, the kid, like the lead? Oh, and I've got a great fucking tidbit. One of the main things fueling that as well. Um, he's awesome and I'll tell you why in uh, in PayFam tonight patreon.com slash heyfam did you love the anime he had in his room or Dude. the manga oh, and the t-shirt yeah. and she's like nice cartoon he goes oh it's anime she goes yeah that's what I said animated anime. <laughs> she was great man Dude, she's so good in it yeah. Yeah. I, I'm especially, so glad you liked it especially after um, like her character was so crap in, in Don't Look Up so I haven't seen that still oh really yeah, I, I don't know. I think with Netflix movies, I honestly just miss them because, like, I don't ever open Netflix sure. unless um a new yeah, season of Selling leave. Sunsets out. I think or you I should, think leave, should leave. Yeah. Dude, honestly, I watched watched it again this week. Man, I went down for my dad's birthday. I I've watched to watch somewhere there. I've watched the third season of I think you can you should, you should leave four times now. Sick, and I mean that's like the length <laughs> of a movie, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I guess like, I can't get enough of that season. It rules. It's great. Um, the fucking no rules one with with. Biff Whiff or whatever the, the the guy who you know it's like the, the shirt, shirt hey shirt brother you oh, gotta amazing. help me shirt brother with the turnstile we're song. shirt brothers I, I just like, I yes. had that on loop I had to stop watching Secret Invasion last week because I was like I want to watch that uh, shirt brothers sketch again I'm gonna and it was so much better than watching well, any you other gone to see, Secret um, Invasion a movie against your will again but this time fire up your <laughs> iPhone and watch I think you should leave while sitting that's in a there. great idea. <laughs> The thing is, you could watch. I think you could watch all three seasons of. I think you should leave before the movie starts. Before Indiana Jones, like the dialogue starts yeah, just yeah. after all the um, like uh, pre-show. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, come listen to Pay Fam. It's the best shit in the fucking world. It happens every single week, and you get access to it by heading to Patreon.com/slash/HeyFam, giving us your five bucks a month. That gets you an extra hour. It's of Pay fucking Fam. psycho. Every single week, plus you get a Discord community where you can sound off in the comments every single week, every single day, every single second. Um, so come and join us there. And we'll see you soon. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.